Welcome to the San Antonio Baptist Association. You're listening to a Sabbath Teams podcast. Hello and welcome again to the Sabbath Teams 2.0 podcast. My name is Steve Payne. I'm the Community Impact Coordinator for the San Antonio Baptist Association. Thank you again for tuning in to this very important subject. Uh, during this podcast, we'll be discussing the topic of sanctity of life. And we have, again, a charity for our here, and this is we consider part two. So if you missed part one, go back and listen to it. This will be part two. Uh, before we uh, start, I want to go ahead and have uh, uh, Bishop uh, Bryant to go ahead and give us a word of prayer. God, our Father, you are faithful, and we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness toward us. And Father, in this uh, time, uh, we pray even right now that you would uh, show not only your faithfulness, uh, but that we would come to understand it even better uh, through this podcast and how you have uh, blessed this, uh, this organization. And we pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Once again, our, our guest is Charity Farrar. Charity, take it. Well... Thank you for having me again for part two. I'm just excited to be able to share what God is doing um, at the source, San Antonio. It's just an amazing thing. Every day I get up and it's His mercies are new every morning. And I never know what the day holds. I never know from one minute to the next what miracle God is going to perform today. But I know every single day that God performs a miracle, at least one, every single day. So so we just we open the doors with great anticipation and let the women and the men into the clinic and we watch God go to work. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the source, but before that, let's talk about the legislation that's come up recently dealing with uh, pro-life versus the uh, abortion issue. I know there's a lot on the agenda. I know the Supreme Court will be looking into it again. Can you give us some more insight of what's been going on with that, especially with, with Alan? Uh, Alan Parker from the Justice Foundation has been collecting uh, testimonies from women for years that uh, over the, over the last few years, women who have had abortions and have suffered um, tra- tragically from that, either PTSD or, or physical uh, um, repercussions from that. And he has been presenting those to the Supreme Court in an effort to try to get the Supreme Court to grant a hearing so that we can look at overturning Roe v. Wade. Um, every time the the dismemberment uh, and and the and the live birth uh, abortion bill comes up on the floor in the Senate and in the House, it, it's shot down, and that just breaks my heart mm-hmm. because our little babies in the womb feel pain. And, and we look at our animals with more compassion than we do with our human babies. And this is a tragedy and a travesty that we will have to answer to God for uh, one day. Which is why we do what we do every single day. Mm-hmm. We know that every life is precious. Mm-hmm. In the womb, out of the womb, whether you're one or 90, God loves you, and He has a plan for your life, and and He is the author of life, the creator of life, and He alone has the authority and the right to decide when life should end. Um, We are killing our children on the altar of convenience, and we are sacrificing them to Molech, and that has got to stop. That's my heart today. I'm grateful for our governor here who protects life. 
and who has uh, issued uh, legislature, has signed bills so that when, ch when babies are born from botched abortions, they must be cared for. They must be given medical treatment and they must be looked after. They cannot be left to die. And I'm so grateful for that. And there will come a day where we will maybe not get rid of Roe v. Wade, but we will change the hearts and the minds of the people so that they will once again value life in this nation. Amen. Yeah. Let's go to talk a little bit about the source. Tell me what is the source? Wow, that is a multifaceted <laughs> in a, in a question. <laughs> the source, so the source San Antonio is a full comprehensive pro-life women's health clinic and pregnancy center. And that's a mouthful that you don't want to say every day. Um, we service women and men who are in uh, crisis situations, whether it be a pr an unplanned pregnancy, looking at a sexually transmitted disease and they need uh, screening and treatment, whether they have not seen a provider for health care, uh, pap smears and pelvic exams and you know liver enzymes and you name it, we do it in the clinic. Um, so that's our primary purpose is to minister to women and men medically, emotionally, and spiritually and to touch each life with the love of Christ. That is our mission uh, on why we open the doors every day. But the source, uh, we are we have recently partnered with three other, organizations like ours to rebrand our individual names to be called the source across the state of Texas so that we would have a broader reach to um, just to, to just be able to compete with um, organizations that claim that they're women's health care organizations but really they're only about death mm -hmm. and we are only about life right and so um, we have now eight clinics, four organizations. Uh, we have Houston, Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio, all operating under the name The Source. Um, and our goal is to bring in uh, more clinics, either build them from the ground up or have pregnancy centers that want to become medical clinics because that's everyone's got to be a medical clinic to service 100,000 women and rescue 10,000 babies from abortion in the next five years. So it's a big undertaking, and it's something that's never really been done. I've got to tell you that this has got to be a God thing, because uh, if you have four different 501c3 pro-life organizations agreeing to relinquish their name, to join together, to operate in unison, it just doesn't happen. It, it just doesn't happen, and, and um, it hasn't been easy. We are still each our own individual organizations. We are still Life Choices Medical Clinic doing business as the source San Antonio. Houston is still Houston, and Dallas is still Dallas, and Austin is still Austin, but we are all joined at the hip, and we are partnering together so that if a woman goes from Houston to Dallas, it's, it's seamless, she can get the continuum of care that she needs from one location to the other. We've all agreed to adopt the same policies and procedures and to adopt similar services and to, and to present the gospel in a similar manner and to, and to make our services so transparent that it looks like we're one organization. We formed a new 501c3 called the Source for Women, and uh, the statewide 
is is located in Austin. Andy Schoonover is the CEO of that and all of us, all the CEOs of the four organizations plus oh, someone from our board serves on the board of that so that we are all making decisions together. Um, it hasn't been perfect and it hasn't been easy, but God has allowed us to put our pride aside to work together for the for the good and the advancement of the kingdom of God and to have women understand that abortion is not God's best for them and it's not their only choice and that if we can provide them with with uh, abortion care, you know, abortion aftercare, abortion recovery, I'll get to it eventually, um, and choices on a crisis pregnancy so that they don't have to choose abortion and they know that they're not alone and someone is going to walk with them, then we have the opportunity to help them make better choices. I was at a fundraising function a couple of nights ago and a woman asked a question. When women choose abortion and they are not in abortion recovery, how do we stay in touch with them? How do we follow up with them? And that's a really good question because if you're a pregnancy center, you don't follow up with them. Uh, they're not your patients any longer. I mean, we tell them when they come in for pregnancy services, uh, if you, you know, these are your options. We hope that you'll choose this. But if you choose abortion, we will have abortion recovery for you. Come back. And that's really the last contact that we have with a woman who has abortion. But in our clinic, because we're a comprehensive women's health clinic, she can come back. For all of her medical services. And then we have the opportunity every time she comes in the door to talk to her about what's going on in her life and to counsel with her. And eventually she will be ready for abortion recovery, but she's not going to get an abortion this year and be ready for abortion recovery next year. Sometimes it's 20 years. Wow. You know, it takes a long time yeah. for a woman to know that she needs that healing that only comes from God. So in the meantime, she needs medical care. And where am I going to send her? To where she got the abortion? I don't want that. I want her coming to us so that we can show her that God loves her and forgives her and has a plan for her, even now. And so that's how we follow up with those women. We offer them the health care. So it's an amazing thing, and it's something that's never been done. And we are, we are planning to have great success with this. Does the uh, source help you? Uh, with funding, or do you still have to go out on your own? Oh, it's still up to me. Okay. So the source, Texas, you know, our goal is expansion. So um, Andy is fundraising so that we each will have money available to operate uh, new locations or expanded locations. Um, the goal is for San Antonio is that we would have three additional clinics up and running in San Antonio within the next four years or wow, so. Great. And so Andy is raising money for that. He's raising money for our expansion, for our build out. Um, we have about a hundred and we have 162,000 that's been raised so far. I need 400,000. So we have a little bit of, of ways to go with that. But that's what the money that we're raising statewide goes for expansion services. But for my budget, for my operating budget, that's that's a locally, I have to take care of that myself. I understand the Methodists have done a great job of funding for you guys. Our Methodists and our Catholics have been fabulous. What about um, our Baptists? Yeah, we'll talk about that on okay, another yeah. time. No, we'll talk but, about it. <laughs> but um, uh, Methodist Healthcare Ministries, we have a renewable grant with them every single year. Uh, they give us $100,000, and we are so, so grateful because that's about 17% of our budget, and we are so blessed to have that. 
And so uh, between between the Methodist, our churches that do support us and our and our individual givers, um, that's how we keep the doors open. And then we're providers for the state of Texas too. Um, we're providers for uh, the Healthy Texas Woman and Medicaid. And so if our patients come in and they don't have any insurance, not we don't bill insurance, we're a nonprofit, but if, if um, they need to have insurance coverage, we can sign them up for Healthy Texas Woman or Medicaid, and then the state will reimburse us for those services that are covered. So that's uh, another source of income for us as, as well. But mostly we depend on our individuals that have a heart for the unborn and have a heart for women who have been lied to and have a heart for the kingdom of God. And those are the people that, that actually keep the doors open. I think as Baptists and or concerned Christians, we would like to know what your needs are and so we can get it out to, to our audience and, and, and uh, they can help you um, meet those needs. Or at least also a contact is who we need to contact, uh, how we can get a hold of you either on the, by email or uh, through, the, through the Internet. Sure. So um, prayer is always our number one Sure. Our, our number one thing. I, if people reign on God's door, if they bang on His door, what does He say? Keep knocking, keep knocking, keep seeking, keep you know, keep asking. Um, our God is a huge God, but He's waiting on us as His children to move heaven. You know, He'll do anything we ask Him to do, but we gotta ask, gotta ask right? Yes. I mean, He's just sitting there. So prayer. Uh, praying, asking that that God will supply our needs financially. Fin- I mean, financial needs are always. If we had more, we could do more. Okay, uh, we saw sixty one hundred p- patients last year. Um, with more, we could see forty percent more. Was that twenty a day? What, what? Yeah, it's a lot. It's just, it's just, it's in a tremendous amount. In your small little amount. space like that, yeah. that, that's a miracle. In when itself. we expand and we have the sixty eight hundred and eighty nine square feet that that we're looking at right now. In the first year, we anticipate seeing 40% more patients, and we could see up to 10,000 women and men a year in that, in that facility and add another provider and, and have more classes and do more. Mm-hmm. So, but that takes money. Sure. So if we have more, we do more. Yeah, I'd like to have more of our Baptist churches know that you're there. A lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. That's and, true. And you are probably, I don't know, for years have been, to me, the number one really in the state of Texas and beyond because you've been to Austin. They know you exist. They know you're here. You know, we like to know how churches know that you're here. Absolutely. And the more our churches know about what you're doing, the more they'll get involved in it. And, and, I, I, and I think their hearts are there. They just don't know where to start. And that's the truth. It's absolutely truth. And I also know that, that pastors have people like me banging on their doors all the time asking um, for, for missions. You know, and they don't. They don't, if they don't know me, they're, that's not going to help them much. But I am available to come out and talk to them. I am available to to give tours of the clinic. I love for people to come and take tours of the clinic mm-hmm. because if you come see firsthand what's going on, God will do the rest. I don't have to do another thing. Um, but but our our churches maybe they don't have the resources to to uh, support us monthly. But they could have uh, an annual diaper drive for us. Mm-hmm. They could do. They could. 
wipes, you know, hot, diapers sizes fives and six and wipes are hard, hard, hard to keep in stock. And because we promise these women that if they choose to carry and parent, we're going to be there to walk with them. If I don't have diapers, that means I have to go buy them. And that comes out of the budget, which could go to something else. And so that's something that everybody can do. Everybody can buy a pack of wipes. Everybody can buy a pack of wipes. Is Cornerstone still involved with y'all? Cornerstone was having apartments. Remember, several years ago, they were talking about having apartments for women uh, need a place to stay. Yeah, they have they have the Sanctuary of Hope okay. out there, and it is the most magnificent place ever. I would live there in a heartbeat. Um, <laughs> and if we have a girl who needs a place to stay, that is a place for for us to be able to send her. Great. Mm-hmm. That's a- that's part of the process. That's that, part of the process. You know, for education, anything we can do. Uh, well, I, I'd like to ask this question because I, I, I realize that you've got great services for women. But what services do you offer for uh, the men that come to your, your, your clinic? So primarily we are a woman's reproductive clinic. However, because we know how important men are. And, and men have the heart of God, you know. Um, and, and, and God uses men in strange and miraculous ways <laughs> to shelter their, to cover the women. Yes. So we have fatherhood classes. We have parenting classes for dads. We have STD testing and, and, and screening for men. Um, and even Penny will, even though we're a women's clinic, if I have a dad that comes in or a man that comes in and he's got an issue, we're going to see him. You know, we don't, we're not family practice and we don't, we don't see men normally as patients, but, um, we make exceptions to every rule, you know? So we, we allow the Holy Spirit to use us to minister to the men. I think the greatest ministry that we have right now to men besides the fatherhood is our sexually, uh, our activity, you know, the STD program, because I have a couple of women on my staff who have the gift of God to show people in diagrams and in demonstrations God's plan for sexuality in their life. And if they, if our men could understand that it's okay to be abstinent until marriage and that God has a wife for you and that he will bring that wife to you when the time is right, but you're to wait for him because you are special and unique and created in the image of God. Mm-hmm. Once men grab that, then they can embrace abstinence and our women will follow along. Mm-hmm. So it's a two-pronged process <clears throat> where we teach our women and we teach our men. So those are some of the kind of things that we're doing for the men. We also have job training for men. We have... Um, This is wonderful. We have partnered with Americans for Prosperity to come in and teach classes on balancing a checkbook and writing a resume and looking for a job and buying a car. Life skills that nobody is teaching, we're teaching that to our people. So those are some of the great resources that we have for our men. Amen. That's great. I think think we're about running out of time. I wish we had more time. Me too. Because there's a lot to discuss. And uh, I know, welcome. Thank you Thank for you. coming. You're always welcome here. Uh, we want our Baptists to get involved. Uh, we got to beat the Methodists. We can't let the Methodists Amen. get ahead of us. And we want those, the Baptists there. We thank the we thank all those who who are praying for you. Intentional prayer. That means you get a hold of charity and say, Charity, give us give us some people to pray for. So do that, uh, Charity. Would you give us your 
your email? Yes. So my email is charity, C-H-A-R-I-T-Y, at thesource.org. Our website is thesource.org. You can go online and you can make donations. Um, it's a it's a work in progress, so we'll be adding pages to that for uh, volunteers and events and things. But right now, it's you know it's it's not bad. But you can donate online. Um, we're over by the Ingram Park Mall off of Loop 410. I encourage you to call me. My direct phone number <laughs> is two one zero two four eight four nine eight three. Call me and I'll give you a tour. God bless you. Well, thank you, Charity. Uh, thank you for turning in today uh, to the Sabbath Teams podcast, uh, where we touched on the topic of sanctity of life, uh, pro-life. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Sabbath Teams podcast. We look forward to continuing our conversation next time in hopes of better connecting, encouraging, and supporting churches for kingdom impact.